I don't think that there is another working director better to examine the emotionality of girls and young women's stories, be they fictional or real, than Sofia Coppola. She's never disappointed before, and she doesn't now either. Welcome, everyone, to Feelin' Film. I'm your host, Aaron White, and I bring you weekly new release reviews that are simple, short, and spoiler-free. We're going to talk today about a movie called Priscilla from A24. It stars Kaylee Spaney, Jacob Elordi, Dagmara Damansizic, Rodrigo Fernandez-Stoll, Luke Humphrey, and Dan Byrne. It is written and directed by Sofia Coppola and based on the memoir Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley with Sandra Harmon. Cinematography is by Philippe Le Sword. It is edited by Sarah Flack. And music is by Phoenix and Sons of Raphael, two different bands. It runs 113 minutes and is rated R for drug use and some language. What's it about? When teenage Priscilla... Bolu meets Elvis Presley, the man who is already a meteoric rock and roll superstar, becomes someone entirely unexpected in private moments. A thrilling crush, an ally in loneliness, a vulnerable best friend. Now, first and foremost, I want to put out a real quick trigger warning. This whole film consists of frequent emotional abuse and manipulation. It's basically what the whole movie is, and you need to be aware of that going in because that is the tone that you're going to experience. So Priscilla meets Elvis when she is 14, and he is 24. He is serving in the army in Germany, and it's pretty creepy right from the jump. This is a classic story about grooming, in my opinion. That's the way that it is told to us. She is whisked away to his house for an evening party where she gets introduced to him, And it's because he supposedly likes to reminisce and talk to people who are from, quote, back home, which I think means America. In this case, he is immediately stricken and fascinated by her. And he is surrounded by a group of yes men throughout this movie or an entourage, if you will. It's a bunch of people who clearly seem to acknowledge with their facial expressions and their body language And the way that they whisper to each other, Priscilla's extremely young age, but it doesn't get mentioned for a very long time in this movie. So we start off with this series of interactions between she and Elvis where their relationship begins to grow. And there is just a feeling of uneasiness as this film progresses that kind of sits over the top of it. I think we always know what we're seeing is wrong. It's not healthy, it's not safe, but it's happening, and we're watching a biopic, so we know that it actually did occur in real life, and the way that Sofia Coppola approaches this is just brilliant, because we're seeing it through the eyes of Priscilla. Spaney is absolutely incredible at portraying her as not just wide-eyed and innocent, she is willingly seeking out time with Elvis and wanting to be a part of his world, she 
accepts his behavior even when it becomes kind of unstable and maybe kind of hinting at a little bit dangerous even. Her life as we see it, though, is completely defined by her being in his orbit. She's unable to appear with him in public. We hear conversations that Elvis is having on the phone, and we hear him refer to the colonel and how he is being encouraged not to let the world know about Priscilla so as to not ruin the fandom that is surrounding him and, and not let people believe that he's spoken for. This is the world that she lives in, hidden in the closet, silenced at every turn. She is not able to initiate intimacy with him. Everything has to be on his terms. When she speaks out against him, when she tries to defy him by saying she wants to have her hair a color that she prefers or wear a dress that she likes, he can become violent at times. Of course, instantly apologizing to her within seconds, telling her how sorry he is and how much he loves her like any classic abuser would. Her performance going from the teenage Priscilla all the way up to the adult married mother who eventually will leave Elvis is really just incredible and easily one of the best of the year. Her ability to quietly display her emotions at any given time with very minimal dialogue is, is really impressive. It's haunting and she does a great job of being relatable in a way that I feel like many young women would be able to see themselves in her experience, even though they probably weren't in a relationship with a mega famous superstar who was incredibly wealthy. Ellerty is like effortlessly charming and also physically imposing because of his height. He does such a great job as Elvis. It's very, very different from what we saw Austin Butler do just a year ago. It's almost dopey in a way that makes him appear a little less harmless. It's easy to see why he has the gravitational pull that he does on everyone when you consider his musical talent and his charisma. And he ensures that he always gets his way. Always gets his way. While we never really see Elvis in any scenes outside of ones that appear from Priscilla's perspective, it's clear to us that he is a man who is struggling with his place in the world and his own identity. He's searching for faith, searching for reason and meaning to his life. He is clearly trying to please other people around him as well and having a hard time making sure that he is able to do that and balancing out what this other side of him seems to want so much, which in this case is Priscilla. The two grow in a way that kind of mirrors each other, in fact, with Priscilla starting to realize that she has no world outside of this man and what he deems it should be, how he believes a woman should act and exist to serve him which he frequently reminds her there are plenty of other fish in the sea that would do, building to the point where she eventually is going to make a choice on what she wants for the rest of his life, where unfortunately he is a person that becomes consumed by his inability to handle his own fame and relationships to the point that it kills him. I think this honestly makes for a really great 
unintentional companion piece to Baz Luhrmann's Elvis from 2022. The aesthetic and vibes are immaculate in that way that Sofia Coppola is so brilliant at creating the production design, the costuming, the cinematography. They're all perfect. Coppola's musical choices also accent the film's mood very well, and the song selection for the final scene in the film could not be any better. The film's only real moment of weakness for me is a bit of a fast-forwarding feel towards the end. Once Priscilla starts to break out of the grasp of Elvis and begin to spend some time on herself, basically after she has their child, Lisa Marie, it pretty much just rockets forward to the ending. And it was a little bit jarring for me. A after I sit with it for a while, I may appreciate it more, maybe if I see it again. But it was something that definitely stuck out. Up until that point, I was so riveted and captivated by every moment that I didn't mind going through such a restrained sort of experience. But it, it just kind of zapped up to the end and then it was over. And left me going, oh, okay, I guess we're done here now. That lack of energy to the film is purposeful. Sophia is wanting us to take an observational approach to what Priscilla experienced. It's very critical of Elvis to the point where she lost the rights to use his music. Instead, there are instrumental versions of some of his songs that are in there from other artists, slightly altered, and also a song or two of his that are sung by different artists as well to get around that in a really smart way. But what the film also does is acknowledge that Priscilla had some agency and made some choices of her own. I never felt like this film was making her out to be fully a victim, and I appreciated that aspect of it. Now, I couldn't care less about these two individuals personally, not a huge Elvis fan, don't really get into celebrity relationships and care about whether they succeed or not. But I think that the relatability factor I mentioned earlier is what makes this such a meaningful picture on top of just being exquisitely made and so entertaining. I was just so enraptured by the intimate approach and by Spaney's dreamy pool. This is a delicate handling to the material that I just don't think many directors other than Coppola could have pulled off in such a successful way. It's very much another huge hit in a director's filmography that I absolutely adore. And I hope that you will all check it out when it comes to theaters November the 3rd. That's it for this episode of Feelin' Film. I hope you've enjoyed the review. If you do like what you hear or watch, please hit that like and subscribe button if you're on YouTube. Share us with a friend. Tell people about the podcast or the YouTube channel and leave us comments on YouTube or review us on Apple Podcasts. Any kind words, we really appreciate. You can find me on social media and talk with me there too if you so choose. I'm always game for that. Thank you though so much for being here, for listening and for watching. It means the world. I'll be back soon. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling film.